Hey, 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 MAs. It's your favorite MA Cassandra back with a new episode um, for season two. Today, we're going to have Tiffany on, um, and she's going to discuss how her career is going and how it is being an educator in the healthcare industry. I hope you enjoy this episode, and thanks for listening and tuning in. Hello. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. And thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. I am excited to um, get into this episode today. So we're going to jump right into it. Go ahead and start with um, just telling us a little bit about yourself. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, So I'm Tiffany and um, just a quick overview is I've been in the medical field about 20, 21 years. Um, I'm 42. Um, I have a family and married with three kids. And um, yeah, healthcare has pretty much been um, my dream, I say, right out of high school. So um, yeah, besides being in the field and working in several different uh specialties healthcare has been my life <clears throat> i get it i get it the same here um since 2000 so mm-hmm. it's a great field to be in right because you can just do so much it is yes it is it's um it opens so many possibilities of different fields you can be in like people just think oh medicine or as a medical assistant I'm gonna just do this but there's so many different um, parts of the field that you can be a part of that um, it's you can take with you anywhere you go and that's to me a gem exactly like there's you'll always have a job and if you get bored there's always something else to do which leads me um to my next talking point which is you said you've already you already said how long you've been in ma which i think is awesome because that just goes to show that there's longevity in this career field Mm -hmm. um i know you said since high school it was your dream how did you actually get started um and what made you to decide okay that's it i'm gonna be an ma okay well um I've always wanted to be in the field of medicine. So, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a doctor one day. Well, things changed for me right out of high school. I got pregnant. So um, things kind of changed. And one day I was just literally at home um, and I was watching television and I was like, and I ended up seeing a commercial and I was like, this is it. Like, this is my entry. And it was just like this medical assistant program, you know, come learn how to work with doctors and, you know, learn how to have patient care and all these things. And that right there was like, well, I knew that I had, again, I was pregnant. 18. And um, that was just like, okay, I know I can't really go on a college uh, campus right now. Cause back then it wasn't as popular as you can now. And this program, the right. school was like right around the corner from me. And I was just able to go there and then start pursuing the long-term, the dream that I've always had. 
I think it's awesome that you even had this option because, um, you know, facing motherhood, especially when you're young and you're fresh out of high school, it can be challenging and it can be scary. So the mm-hmm. fact that you, you know, had this option was great because then it gave you um, a career field and so that you can make a difference for you and your family. So that's awesome. And then the fact that it sounds like it was close to you mm-hmm. made it even more of a no brainer because then you don't have to worry about um, going across town somewhere, traveling mm-hmm. far because some people have to go to school and it's not close to them at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was good for you as well. And you're right. Um, I want to say you went to school in the early 2000s or late mm-hmm. 90s. Yeah, early yep. 2000. It was 2000. So you're right. This program was fairly new. Um, most people that were medical assistants at that time had not even went to some type of formal training so you got to be one of the 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 beginnings of the first crew of people that um got trained to become a medical assistant so that's awesome yeah that's very true because actually it was a dentist who um opened the medical assisting program so it was kind of different but yeah and i would like to say it also because it was early in the 2000s so it also like gave other people like okay what is this like how can I enter you know this field it kind of opened other people's eyes like okay maybe I can do this because I was able to work and it was just like no longer a job to me I was like okay I have a career like you know even if I was just talking it at that time I was like it's just not like a job you know to me this is a career and I was speaking that early and it has been just that for me my career and I've been able to and I say that because some people, I want people to understand that we have jobs, but then we also have careers, you know, and I was able to make medical assisting a career. And mind you, I wasn't given all the tools and had the silver spoons. So it was challenging for me, but this was something that kind of put me, helped me out a bit and allowed me to do more and be able to provide for my children even more because of it wasn't just a job absolutely i so agree with everything that you said it's a career um were you like me like shocked to find out that the people in the doctor's offices were not nurses when you first started going to school to be a (laughs) medical assistant me too because i just assumed everybody was a nurse and then when i went to school i was like wait I'm not a nurse and I'm doing exactly what I thought all of these ladies were doing. We're I thought doing. they all were nurses. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. It was just like, like, wait, so it's not all nurses and all doctors that, you know, no, we were like, and I know people don't like to say this, but I'm sorry. Um, I was the doctor's nurse and I know we don't like to yep. use that term and take that, say, oh, we're the nurse. But the doctors at these doctor's offices I was working in, they were like, you, you're my medical assistant. You're like my nurse. You're the person that I got to go to. You're that next person. You're my left hand or my right hand. So I, I performed all those roles, you yeah. know, and even to some extent, I don't know, in different states, but I know in the state of, uh, well, I was in New Mexico at that time. Now I'm in Texas, but in New Mexico, as long as the doctor gave you range to, you know, he's like, this is my license and I'm putting it on a line for you. 
he could show you anything and you could yeah i mean like you could learn how to do anything and i learned so much just by doing that so much being able to give ivs giving arterial well i trained for arterial blood gases but just so many different things that i learned to do just by being able to work next to the physician and i was his right hand and you will be his right hand you know in the field I appreciate you dropping that information because I know there are some MA students and new MAs that are probably wondering like, well, wait, how did that come about the whole debate about nurses versus medical assistants? But when you do work in like a private practice or a doctor's office, doctors do consider us nurses, even though we don't have a nursing license and we know we're not nurses, right. but to them, we are their nurse, which is an assistant to the doctor. And so and in the office, we, we share the same roles. So even if you're in a practice and you're a medical assistant, if there's a nurse working there, you both probably essentially do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It only becomes different when it's like a different setting. So like in a nursing home or assisted living care, right. or like if you work at the hospital, nurses roles are a little different. But when you're in a practice with a doctor, you both essentially do the same thing. And so for years, doctors, maybe back in the day, they did have nurses, but they realized, wait, we have this um, healthcare professional that we can actually show, as Tiffany said, if I can train her or him and mold them into how I need them to be, why am I gonna pay a nurse when I can pay them? And it's <laughs> and I don't have to worry about the nurse's license and nurse they- over practice because if they train if the right. doctor trains you to do something, you are able to do it. So that's how Absolutely that came correct. about. And so even today, like um, where I work at, the doctors will say, they know I'm a medical assistant. My name badge says medical assistant. However, I say, oh, let me let me have you talk to my nurse my- or my nurse is going to come <laughs> in and <laughs> discharge you or they still refer to us as nurses. And I can say oh, yeah. as a patient, I'm not a nurse. I'm an MA, mm-hmm. but my doctor still calls me a nurse. Yeah that's absolutely and that's what you're going to hear most of the time (laughs) yes you are now I think that you have a unique role in the medical assistant career because not only did you work as a medical assistant but my understanding is that you have now started teaching and you're on the education side so tell us about that because I think that is phenomenal Yes, um, and that it's a great opportunity. But you realize after you're in this field so long, and you know you're pretty much you begin to train and teach people and educate your patients on a regular basis, it almost becomes second nature. But um, I also went to school and got my bachelor's in healthcare administration because I wanted to be able to not only have front office side because we do that as a medical assistant too, but just kind of know the networking of it all and how how all of this stuff is put together kind of you know um and that's what also gave me the opportunity but because I was a medical assistant that was the real reason why I got the job it was like wait you know this you know how to teach I mean I'm sorry you know how to perform these whether it's injections give vital signs all the things you know Foley cast whatever the thing you know how to do these things so it should be easy for you to transition into that role and it really was it really was um it was very easy for me to transition and i've been given that opportunity 
to teach now, um, you know, the, a medical assisting program, just like the ones that, you know, um, students are in same type of program. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, did you have to get, um, besides your bachelor's degree, which congratulations on that, because that's a big step and that's awesome as well. And healthcare administrative and mm, healthcare administration, for those that don't know, leads into upper management. Those are people that run practices. They actually run hospitals. Um, they run nursing homes. That's upper management. So anybody that's looking into to getting into management and healthcare, that is definitely a um, a college uh, major that you <laughs> should consider because that's definitely going to lead you right into management. So that's great management and leadership, and you're learning about like um, the revenue cycle. You're learning everything there is to right. learn about how healthcare runs on the back end. So that's awesome. But did you have to get? Um, did you have to get a special certification for teaching or was your degree good enough where they said, you know what, you got this because you already got the experience and you have this degree, so you're good to go? That was it. Um, I did not have to get any other additional teaching certificates or anything. Me having the bachelor's and then having the 20 year experience as a medical assistant or having the experience and knowing, you know, the job that's what got me the job. I didn't have to have any additional teaching, nothing. You didn't have to bring anything to the table. Um, and I don't, I don't want to say this to make anybody think, oh, I can do that. But uh, back when I was going to school, we didn't really have to be registered or certified. So I right. did all of this without being a registered or a certified medical assistant, being a medical assistant. And just to clarify, there are still some states, like I I live in Georgia, and currently um, you do not have to be certified or registered to work or practice as a medical assistant. There are some healthcare companies that would like you to be certified or registered, but to work as a medical assistant in certain states, you don't have to be certified or registered. And there are even some places that you don't even have to go to a, a school you get on the job training and they consider you a medical assistant. Yeah, that's true as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. So now when you compare teaching versus working in the clinic, now that you've done both, do you have a preference or either way it doesn't matter to you because it's healthcare and you just love the career that you're in? So yeah, that's it for me. It's because I love healthcare medicine so much it's okay for me whether I'm teaching or whether I'm in the uh, clinical field in the clinical setting but I will say um, being in that clinical setting and doing those things every day and interacting with those patients is just really what gets me going the most you know I can teach yes. it uh, teaching people who want to learn and I have no problem with doing that because I'm just as motivated as I am when I go inside the clinical setting but I will say depending on the person for me it's I love being in a clinical setting I I mean I I can honestly say I miss that I get it because I, I've I've been a medical assistant since 2000. And so I'll, every once in a while, I'll be like, all right, I'm tired of being in the clinic. And then I'll say, 
you know, I'm about to find something else to do in healthcare that's not clinic-wise. And then I'm like, oh, no, but I really love that interaction with the patients um, and interacting with the doctors. So it's hard to give it up when you really love it and you're good at it. It is hard. It's hard to say, okay, I don't want to do clinic anymore. Right. So do you have any advice for students that are medical assistants or brand new medical assistants fresh out of school? Um, I would say, yeah, I could give some advice because that's just the type of person I am. If you don't mind. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah. I would say to any new medical assistant or anybody thinking about getting in the field, um, if you love people and you love medicine, I say just go ahead and become a medical assistant and explore all the possibilities. Because believe it or not, you can open a book and say, do I want to go through urology? Do I want to do oncology? Do I want to just do family medicine? there's a wide variety of things that you can do so i would just say get in do it if that's what you want to do because there is longevity and there is a career and it's just not a job it's a career in medical assisting i think that is great advice um she's right you can there's so many specialties and even general medicine that you can be a part of, just make sure that what you pick is a good fit for you. And sometimes you might think that you found a good fit and then after a while you're like, oh, I don't know, I might wanna do something else. And that's okay too, because you can bounce around and you will find what your your niche is in healthcare. Um, Mm -hmm. I've worked in so many specialties, but I, right now I'm doing triage and I like it. I did it two years ago. You couldn't have paid me to do triage, but I like it. Like I like being able to help patients answer their questions. And then I still can run and be in the clinic if I want to. So I, I like the choice that I've made. Um, but I too have bounced around in thought I I found the specialty that was perfect for me and then after a while I'm like okay this isn't for me and if you're not sure you'll find yours too you'll find yours too and then like like I said and Tiffany said as well the options like she has her bachelor's degree so if she wants she can go into leadership upper management which to me being a teacher is also a leader as well and she's on the education side of healthcare, so she has options and you can have options too. Yes, definitely. So did you have anything else that you wanted to um, leave off the podcast with? No, um, no, I'd love to thank you for having me on the podcast. (laughs) I so appreciate you being on this podcast. So I'm gonna just share some background that was going on. Tiffany was like, well, I'm not really in the clinic. So I don't know if I would, fit what you're looking for for your podcast and I'm like you're perfect you're teaching (laughs) and you have all this experience and I knew based on her um Instagram profile I knew she had graduated and had her degree in um healthcare administration so I definitely wanted her to be on the podcast because I feel like she has um some great tools and gems to share with everybody so I appreciate you for um spending time sharing the information that you share with us 
Yes, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. And I wish everybody good luck on their uh, journey to becoming a medical assistant. Well, thank you so much. And you have a great evening. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you. Bye. Bye.